Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Ruben. And I'm Bryce. What up, guys? What's up, what Bryce? Not much. Oh, just, man. Just chilling. That's nice, man. Chill, chilling is nice. I wish I could do that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, <laughs> a little too much time on my hands right now. It's very <laughs> boring. But, oh, fuck. Okay. Let's get into it because I know some of yeah. us are busy later. Yeah, we're we're all busy all the time. I know, apparently. So, just, not me though, unfortunately. But uh, <laughs> there's not a lot going on. Uh, okay, man, let's go and just get into these topics today, man. Because yeah, you know, I want to check out these questions later. So, uh, damn, I forgot, the, I forgot what we're doing today, man. It's been a it's been a morning. Okay, so first of all. We had a draft this week, didn't we, guys? We did. We did. So the Wings drafted who, Bryce? Who did they draft this week? Ah, well, they drafted actually two Germans. Um, yeah. But uh, let's start with Satu, the six-four forward from Oregon. She's like kind of I I want to say a combo forward. That's not really a thing, but she kind of is. Stretch for like the skills to play small forward, and she'll probably play small forward for the wings pick they drafted uh, another power forward um bella allery 6-4 out of but like princeton like doesn't play anybody because ivy league but she is like kicked the hell out of literally literally like her entire four years there okay. she won conference player of the year three years in a row it's kind of nuts wow um but yeah think like kevin love as her like nba comp if you need like a general like vibe like she's really good okay. out of the post really really good rebounder um pretty good passer too and a decent shooter like she can get better like she shot around 35 percent um but yeah. uh a really good defender player. too right yeah, yeah, yeah she averaged like two two and a half blocks a game jesus I damn i mean it, it might <laughs> be like a bunch of uh, ivy league girls but still like, yeah still <laughs> Um, and then uh, their their last their last third uh, first round pick, uh, actually yeah, uh, who is it? Who did I just say? Uh, Allery was, was number um, five. The fifth round pick, and they got that they got that for uh, Skyler Diggins Smith. Uh, okay. Yeah, from the from the Mercury. I just remember that I was like I I know they got this from somebody because the the number two pick was was theirs like because they were um, <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, 
Yeah, the fifth one they got for for Skylar's. Uh, and then they got a point guard uh, out of South Carolina. Her name is uh, Tayasha Harris. She's 5'10". She won a current Wings players um, when she was a freshman, uh, Alicia Gray. Uh, okay. So, so, yeah, honestly, like, probably outside of uh, Sabrina, yeah, definitely the most, like, ready-to-start point guard in the draft. Um, there's Kennedy Carter, who, like, grew up in Dallas and went to A&M, who's definitely got, like, more up, but Carter didn't even play point guard for the last two years at A&M, so. Okay. Um, but Tayasha Harris has been, like, the, like, definition, like, of a point guard for basically her whole four years. She's got, like, all these records. She's got the most career assist in the NCAA tournament and the SEC tournament. Um, I think she was, after her junior year, fourth most career assists mm-hmm. in women's NCAA history, I think. Wow. Um, yeah. So she just gets dimes. This Wings team is going to get buckets next year. Like, it's going to be so... Yeah, because if I remember correctly, like, um, towards the end of last year, Ariki was being double and triple teamed all the goddamn time because there wasn't mm-hmm. a, a secondary ball handler on the team. So, like, now having oh, yeah. and, a and true now point guard. Were, yeah, having a true point guard and also, like, Sobley can run a whole bunch of offense. Like, she can, like, literally, do, like, her synergy profile, mm-hmm. it's like everything is excellent except for a, a pick and roll ball handler, and that's just, like, very good. So, oh, my God. <laughs> wow. And Fuck. also, she's supposed to be like a super versatile. Like Nick, uh, Nick, the NBA comp is like Pascal Siakam, but she's more versatile offensively than. Okay, that's cool. Got a lot of upside defensively. Listen, I'm calling. Is, I'm like, calling her upside prime Dirk. Upside prime Dirk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she is it. German. Apparently, yeah, she is German, and she talked about like going to Dallas, like with. Dirk on the undefeated Instagram live with with Dirk yeah. Um, yeah. before the draft, so that was really cool. And she said she wants to work on uh, getting Dirk's fadeaway because she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm in Dallas, like I got I got to I got to nail that. Like, hey, and she's a yeah. and she is a stretch four that's going to play a little bit of three early in her career. Like, how is that mm-hmm. not a perfect Dirk comp? Right. She's it, when is she get seven? I'm waiting for her to grow seven foot though. <laughs> so, fair enough. Fair enough. Unreasonable. By the way, Grant joined, so hello, Grant. Howdy. There you are. Okay. I was like, what up, Grant? Off. What's up? What's up, Bryce? <laughs> How's it going, man? Last time that's all. Yes. So, so totally not biased, but the Wings have the best young team in the, in the WNBA now, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> For real. They definitely got, like, all the experts were saying, like, yeah, they nailed this draft, like, to a T. Yeah. So, like, this is about as good as they could have come out. Could have come out out of it now it's just yeah, a matter I... of not pissing off every fucking player yeah yeah, office, yeah, yeah. Just don't do that yeah just dude. please don't do that yeah, just make yeah make them happy because yeah i want to say all three of these these picks are going to be starters their first year uh, i'm not sure about Allery. she might be by the end of the year okay. uh, i'm not sure if she's going to start the um but sobley is definitely going to start and I'm really sure that Tasha Harris is going to start oh, eventually. Yeah. I don't think she's going to start at first, but I think she's eventually going to take over as a start. Yeah, yeah. I see that. Let's see. Cool, man. So, that's, I mean, I'm really excited about this team. Like, again, like, this was, like, the summer that I had off. So I was going to start going to more games, like, during the week and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Because mm-hmm. this is kind of a drive for me. But, you know, I'd be willing to do it. 
but uh you know yeah. I'm, I'm excited like i have uh i've this will be my third year with a WNBA league pass and stuff like that so mm-hmm. oh, yeah it's only like 20 30 bucks a year so oh, it was less than it was like 15 i think 15 to 20 yeah. bucks. Oh, it, oh i don't even know but i thought it was i don't know i haven't gotten the receipt for the, for the update but it, it's pretty cheap yeah. <laughs> so let's see uh what else do we have going on this week oh so i, I actually wanted to talk about the taiwanese league okay. oh yeah <laughs> okay so uh so taiwan is the only nation in the entire world right now that is airing live baseball and basketball. So I've been watching both actually. Um, I mean, no one really, no one listening to this podcast probably wants to hear about the baseball stuff. So I have to go, I have to go on Bryce's podcast and talk about that. <laughs> but but uh, for basketball right now, it's the, it's the, um, it's their playoffs. And uh, the team that I decided to go ahead and follow before I knew anything was, uh, they're called the Yulon Dinos. And uh, they have um, Sim oh, Bular. They have Sim Bular on their team. Ooh. Sim Bular, the the first, uh, the first I think American or he's a Canadian Indian who got a uh, like from India, you know, Canadian Indian who got drafted I think by uh, Sacramento, like in like 2015. Um, big dude, he's like seven five, seven five, like three hundred like thirty pounds or something, something like something crazy like that. And uh, he uh, obviously really making them in the in the NBA or anything like that. Wasn't even really good in the G League, um, but he is killing it over there in Taiwan. I pulled up his stats <laughs> yesterday, dude. And he's he has a uh, he's averaging eighteen like eighteen points, thirteen rebounds, and almost three blocks for the Holy season. Crap. Yeah, bro, he's fucking <laughs> he's fucking. And I was watching yesterday, dude, and he's like, so like their center, like they're playing small ball on their side, like on their opponent. So the center he was going up against is like six five, six six maybe, and he's seven five. So he's just like he's looking like prime wilt out there, just like just absolutely <laughs> owning the shit out of everybody. Um, <laughs> you also have another dude, uh, another guy named Keen, who uh, he looks like Kyrie Irving. Okay. <laughs> he looks like Kyrie Irving, and he fucking dishes the ball like Kyrie Irving. It's fucking weird. Like literally, like because obviously, like the um the announcing is like is in a, it's in it's in China, Chinese, you know, Taiwan, you know, stuff like that in their language, and I'm just like I'm listening, and all of a sudden I hear Kyrie Irving, and I'm like, why do they just say that? And then you see this dude like do like a rap, like a like a behind the back pass and stuff like that, and I'm like, oh, okay, I see why they're calling him Kyrie Irving. That's cool, like you know, <laughs> um, it's been fun, man. Like obviously, like. The level of talent isn't, you know, NBA level, but for what it is, like guys are making their shots. Like I saw a lot of good like spacing. I was like, aside from Simbular, who obviously in the paint the entire time, but you know, like I saw crazy good spacing. Like guys were hitting their threes at a crazy clip. Like it was like sixty percent, like for the night of them just hitting threes and th- chunking up a, a good portion of them. Uh, it's weird though, because like they're they're playing like in like a practice gym, and like everybody like on the sidelines are obviously wearing masks, and they're like you know like spraying down stuff like constantly and stuff like that. Uh, they're not allowed to like really give each other high fives and stuff like that. Like after they win or after a good after a crazy play, like they just like do like the elbow to elbow thing and stuff like that. Okay. So, uh, but I mean, it's been cool, man. Like I like it. Like, the only thing though, the games and. 
I realize now, like, if I were, like, someone who, live, who was living, like, Europe or Asia, like, getting up early to watch, like, Mavs games, like, I get it now. Because the games start at 5 in the morning. Like, our time. So I'm just like, okay, like, whatever, bro. Like, clearly, like, you know, Quentin and whoever else, like, national friends, like, they've been watching for years. So, you know, this is nothing to them. So I was like, okay, let me just suck it up and do it. <laughs> like, you know. So it's been very humbling, to say the least, to do this. <laughs> but it's actually good. I was thinking about actually writing about it, like, for the for the site. <laughs> like, I mean, might as well. Like, there's there's not any other basketball going on, so. Yeah. So I guess, and... I guess I'm just going to... I'm just gonna select Yulon as our team because they they're playing in the finals starting tomorrow. Oh, nice! So yeah, they they won their, oh, their finals already. Yeah, so it's weird because there's only five teams in the league. So basically, what happens is that the top seed gets like the bye, so they don't gotta do anything right for like a week, and then the the uh, the, the the two teams that have the of the second and third best uh, record they go do um they have a they have a five game series. Okay. And uh, Yulon. Uh, won three in a row, so that's it. Like that's the series, and now it's the finals. So, okay. which I think is also five games. So, interesting. Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense when you only have five teams. Exactly. Yeah, and the, mm-hmm. I think like the, uh, the the their baseball only has like five teams too, okay. except one of them is like a one of them is like a minor league team. So, they haven't been like called up, I guess, officially. I don't know. It's weird. So, I mean, Taiwan is a small country, so it does make sense. It does make sense. Yeah. And I mean, like they're being super cautious about everything. It seems yeah. like, for what I was look, I don't know, I was watching. So, and yeah. uh, some, they're airing them on Twitter, like through Twitter, the Twitter live stream. So it's cool. Okay, so it's free for everybody as long as you have a Twitter account. Right. So, through okay. Periscope, I'm guessing then. Or like, yeah, whatever their new, whatever their their streaming thing is. I don't know if it's still Periscope. Okay. Yeah. So it's been cool. cool. I think it's just Twitter Live. Yeah, yeah Twitter Live. I hate, I hate that it's five thirty. Like that's like literally like the worst time like if it was like two hours earlier i might just like stay up super late and watch or like if it was like a few but i might actually get up and watch but like that's a, like no yeah, i just five, can't 5 30 is like when i'm going to bed yeah five, yeah because i was like if it was like at three i'd be like yeah i can stay up for this shit you don't watch like at least the first half but like five o'clock is so hard to get up for yeah i'm like i'm so going to bed at like two to three something four and i'm like 5 30 is like it's like wow that's just that's like just too much yeah. no definitely yeah it, it's just like it, it's so weird how like inconvenient 5 30 is for us in the middle of quarantine like i know and it's just weird because like i'm thinking of like all of our national front fans who are just like yeah i get up at like you know four like watch the game then go straight to work i'm like holy shit man <laughs> like Oh, 5 30 is a uh, prime halo time oh oh my god of course halo, halo boy would say that right, what, okay so now i think we can just go ahead and get into the questions right there's nothing really else to talk about this week well you did want to talk about a little bit like we do every week about what we've been doing and how we're, how we're doing throughout all this oh, yeah um but before that i'm gonna read one of our two ad reads this week so um i'm gonna go with simply safe first so um with home security, there's two ways that you can go about protecting your home. There's the traditional way, where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune, or there's the other way, which is Simply Safe. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. It's award-winning protection. 
Uh, two-time winner of the CNET Editor's Choice Award, Simply Safe Blankets here are whole home in, in safety. You get a comprehensive protection of your entire home, outdoor cameras, doorbells to alert you to anyone approaching your home, entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard the inside. You barely even notice it's there, but what's truly remarkable is you can set up the system all by yourself. Anyone can do it. It only takes about 30 minutes to an hour at most, and there's absolutely no trade-offs to your safety. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts uh, ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, and it's only about 50 cents a day with no contracts at all. So all you have to do to check this out is to go to simplysafe.com slash team today and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. So go now and be sure you go to simplysafe.com slash team. That's simplysafe.com slash team. Very nice. Thank you. Now, uh, how have you guys been doing? I mean, I've been watching, I'm getting up at 5 in the morning to watch sports. So Yeah, yeah that's nice. <laughs> Doing that, playing some some road of the show, okay. Uh, watching ninety fiance still, it's fucking wild. <laughs> so <laughs> what else? And reading, that's it, bro. Cool man. I've like just started like like venturing into like trash TV. I, I it takes me a while to get in there. Like uh, Love Is Blind is like what I oh, episodes in. I'm like. <laughs> oh my god, all these people are trash and I hate them. But also, this is kind of hilarious. Like, there's that one girl who's dating the, like, really short guy who's, like, ten years younger than her. <laughs> and I'm like, you're just, like, the worst person. Actually, no, besides the guy who's, who's like, bi and was, like, really, like, crappy about it to his fiance, and, like, totally, like, overreacted and, like, didn't tell her until, like, they were already engaged. And I was like, maybe, maybe that's something you want to bring up before you, like, get engaged. Maybe that's why you shouldn't like get engaged scene and I've only known for like like maybe that relationship's not rock solid. I don't know. Just me. Okay. But it's kinda of hilarious, but it still takes me a while because I'm like, ugh, this is so cringy. <laughs> what else? Just ninety day fiance, is that it? Yeah, dude, it's all I'm watching right now. I can't do with more like uh more reality TV right now, <laughs> so um, just to update, I'm tier uh, 93 now. In Halo. God damn, dude! Oh my god, <laughs> it gets it gets pretty tough up at the up at the top. Yeah, I believe it. But uh, yeah, um, that's that's I'm um, Halo, uh, Monopoly deal, and Grand Theft Auto is is the rotation. I'll throw 2K in there every now and then, but it hurts to look at basketball right now. So, how long ago did 2K20 come out? Like eight months ago. Uh, last September. Okay. I just now hit my first playoff series in my player mode. That's how little I play 2K. Well, my player... <laughs> that's the problem with career. It's so boring. Like, it's it's fun. Like, I mean, last year, the whole goal was trying to get Dirk a ring. Mm -hmm. Like, in that, in that first year. But without mm -hmm. him there, it's just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just play my game. They did add something that's pretty cool. Once you get to a certain point, like once you're once you're prominent enough on your team, you can actually adjust the lineups and the minutes. So yeah, I've been having, I've been having fun. With that. I, I definitely uh, made myself, you know, the best starting big on the team, and you know, it's a three big rotation now. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just made my player a three-level scorer shooting guard, so... How fat So, in this new 2K, speed is, like, the most important thing. As long as he's fast and can, and can pull up, you're good. But if you ever take him onto my park, he's probably going to get crushed, because in my park, it's all about... I don't play online. Yeah, in my park, it's all about, like, slashing and speed or defense. Defensive bigs. Yeah, I, I don't play online. Online That's sucks and everything. Well... Yeah, especially 2K. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, because then you have to deal with other people, and that's the worst. Yes. Like, yes. I, I legitimately only play 2K to turn my mind off. So I that's why I never <laughs> play online. Like, I want to be able to sit there and, like, not think about the shit that I'm doing and just happen to win. <laughs> oh, man. So what else have we been doing, like, guys? That's uh, I've been playing a lot of Road to the Show. I Like, I talked about this with on my podcast but i had a, a my player who was like a, i have like hit like 400 for season and like 50 bombs in like 120 game season which is just a crap ton <laughs> minor leagues and then they traded me and i was so pissed so uh i started over <laughs> made a, and i literally played through through like the entire minor league season and got promoted in like two days <laughs> wow Wow, no life, goddamn! Like, <laughs> actually, I think it was three days, so it's a little, a little better, but not much. <laughs> you also had, you also had a viral tweet this week. So. I did, I did I had a, a celebration. Yeah, I literally, my like as we were like talking, minor league baseball, they could use my tweet. I was like, what? <laughs> so good, dude. That's pretty wild. It was. I shared a, a home run celebration. There's one where, where like around the bases like little stiff arm thing like and then like they always like break away like they'll show you like as the like, and as you test the next space and do a crowd shot oh my god they really they really did going home. yeah uh Holy and so shit. <laughs> uh, and so like the the one that i did it looked like he was like you can only see like the blue when you're doing it and i'm like okay that's kind of funny like are they, are they actually gonna do that He's like literally like Superman flying for the last like twenty uh, onto home base, like it's and then he like dude. steps off and then like someone he like high fives a guy at bat, uh, uh, swings his bat at you and you like matrix fall back and then like bump back up. <laughs> it's just, just getting tagged. Just, getting just go look on my Twitter. It's it's ridiculous. I might You're just gonna get beamed. <laughs> like there's that, that yeah like, i did watch that video one. it's like they're not even the most disrespectful one. there's like a few more there's one that like like you like skip around uh like you and the the guy at the plate like pose on home plate and like point at the pitcher it was like damn like you would just the pitcher would just like just fight you right there like you wouldn't get a fastball to the face he would just fight you Especially if it was like Keone Kella or something like that, just like fuck you. <laughs> like, yeah, no, Keone wouldn't even let you like, like get around like third base. He'd just no, open field tackle you, destroying <laughs> you. That sounds like my kind of celebration. Yeah. <laughs> the the other thing is like last night I spent like three hours watching internet historian videos. Oh, I love that. Oh yes. Yes. 
Yes. So, awesome, uh, some friends and I watched the entire Harry Potter fanfic series. Dude, I couldn't finish it. Couldn't... <laughs> it's so bad. It's so I cringy. Couldn't it, I couldn't do it. Just like, nah. Uh, okay. It, it's like Dumbledore. And Harry's name is Vampire. It's so stupid, bro. <laughs> and then Hermione's name changes to uh, Bloody Mary. <laughs> oh god it's so bad and so cringy but also great all right so let's go ahead and do our second go. ad read and then go to yes. questions yes that so uh the perfect hire can have an impact on your business for years to come so when you need to find the next person to help grow your business linkedin jobs can help you match the right talent with the open role fast LinkedIn has over 675 million members worldwide, so that means that LinkedIn Jobs is able to screen candidates for you with hard and soft skills that you're looking for, so you can hire the right person fast. That's how LinkedIn makes sure that the job post is seen by the people you want to hire, people with skills, qualifications, and other interests that'll help your business grow. It's no wonder a person is hired every eight seconds with LinkedIn. So find the right person for your business today with LinkedIn Jobs. You can pay what you want and get the first $50 off. Just visit LinkedIn linkedin.com slash team again that's linkedin.com slash team to get $50 off your first job post terms and conditions apply very nice I think I might like one more thank you <laughs> I might hire you we're getting good at these bro <laughs> <laughs> mostly you because you're the one reading them but yeah <laughs> you're getting good at them man okay Thanks, man. <laughs> we're getting really good at listening to you dude <laughs> <laughs> Oh, one one day it's going to turn into a shit post of an ad read, but today's not that day. Yeah, not today. Yeah, we, let's wait a little bit until we do that. Shit posting for me. <laughs> All right, so it's going to get some questions, man. We got a shit ton because someone boosted some of these, and <laughs> and so now we well, got more we got questions more than I thought we were going to get. I mean, we got like thirty minutes, bro. Well, no, and I meant we had more. Uh, we had. Oh, more, sure, yeah. more time than we did. Yeah, so. we got uh, you know. Uh, some of us have to go to church. Yeah, some of us have to sleep. Some of us. <laughs> Let's see. All right. Um, Mavs Network asks, what's your all-time favorite pair of shoes that you've owned? Uh, let's see, man. Um, I would go easy and be like, hey, one of the Jordans I have right now. Actually, no, dude. My favorite shoes I think of all time were... Uh, I had some running shoes in college. Uh, they were Nike brand. Uh, just generic-ass shoes, dude. Okay. And I ran, I ended up running like five or six, I ran five, five Ks in them. Whew. And then they just like started deteriorating. So I was like, so I had to, had to burn them, had to give me a, uh, you know, a, a Viking funeral. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> those are my favorite shoes, bro. Like I can't, I don't even know if they make them anymore. So I'm just like, I wasn't able to find them when I was looking for new ones. So yeah, those are my favorite shoes. Okay. So I think favorite pair of shoes i've ever owned are probably my first real pair of really nice shoes um which were the um adidas pure boost oh um and they were like this uh like oreo colorway on the on the knit up top uh i wore i bought them like six years ago and destroyed them i wore them so much like wore them to the gym wore them out like everything um so like the bottom the bottom layer of boost has just completely rubbed away because it's like first generation boost um, okay yeah yeah which is not as good as the newer stuff 
Um, but shoes that I probably wear the most right now are uh, my Nike uh, tactical no boots. Oh, yes. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> like, first of all, they're really nice shoes and not very expensive, but I, I wear them every day to work. So, like, they, they just wow. get... They're, they're the shoes that, like, I can just beat up and, and not care about, but also, like, still be kind of stylish in, which is super nice. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Alright, what about you, Bryce? I'm gonna say these, these Kari 4s that I got, I live in so I haven't had nearly as much time to show, but they're still gonna be really fresh, because I, like, now wear them now because i'm inside all the time so what do yeah. i need shoes for sure <laughs> understandable what about you grant so like i love the kobe sixes like my first like they're the first shoe i ever looked at and i was like damn these are tight and i had those um all-star game in 2010 Fuck but yeah, dude. the kd4s oh, the kd4s bro are literal clouds on your feet like i've never I've never like felt better playing basketball than when I was wearing the KD fours, nice. for sure. So, so either of those two, I couldn't really pick. Nice. Alright, see, so next question. Jonas asks, "What is the first thing you do after we lose a game?" Okay, well, <laughs> the first thing I do when I, we lose a game is that I post the uh, Mavs cat. You know, <laughs> if I do that. Thank you. Shout out to Dalton. Uh, um, after that, I usually like just like I usually. Uh, brewed for like 10 minutes mm -hmm. and then i'm over <laughs> so because life is short no reason to get too yeah. pissed about stuff so <laughs> yeah for me first thing i do is post some sort of weird ass video on the mffl's twitter oh i miss those <laughs> <laughs> can't be why i'm saying that but i miss those <laughs> oh man i'd always find something like wild to post um and then usually I would just like go on with my day, <laughs> like honestly. Then like it, if it was the playoffs, I'd care more. But yeah, uh, uh, usually like write a recap article. For <laughs> 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 <I'm> being honest. <laughs> what about um, you? What about you, Grant? What do you do? Oh, sorry. I'll usually rant to whoever I watch the game with about the game for about five ten minutes. Well, I haven't watched the, the game yet. Say the, say the things, say the <laughs> things that I can't say online, or say the things that I can't say in articles, and then, <laughs> and then I move on. Which I mean, we all know what you say, which is yeah, well, why didn't the Mavs get that? Andre Drummond? You don't, you don't even know what I say. That's <laughs> I get I get mad. And yeah, I, I get over it. All right, so fucking. Mavs drafts, our good friend Richie. Oh, no. um, so he basically wanted us to rank names of prospects. So I sent it in the Slack right now. <laughs> okay, I was about to say, did he give us names? Because yeah, no, he gave us names. Um, okay, there's a clear winner here. By there's way. a clear winner. <laughs> I just want to see who the first one is. This would be just do top one. I did not put him in there. Already ready? It's okay. So there's Both Gatch. Najee Marshall, Jay Scrub. Here's the winner: Coffee Cockburn, <laughs> Anthony Lamb, Cassius Stanley, Artus Zagars, Ao 
Dusunmo, <laughs> Killian, Hay- Kill- Killian Hayes, and Josh Hall. So I think the worst out of those probably is Josh Hall. It's not funny. It's not like yeah. Josh Hall is so lame. It's just like that's a lame ass name. Like Sorry, Josh Hall, if you're and, listening for some reason. And Anthony Dude, Anthony Lamb. It's like a dope Anthony Lamb is the second worst out of that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Jay Scrub's kind of up there too. Like I don't. But well, it's I... Grub with two Bs. You're right. Yeah, yeah you're right. Okay, so Bo- that could be funny. Both Bash. I want to like <laughs> spoonerize that, and it's like Goth Batch. Goth Batch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously Coffee Cockburn is so amazing. So Cockburn obviously has to be the winner, right? right. Yeah. Cockburn? Okay. Well, he, uh... I love Cash Stanley. Yeah, I think Cash Stanley's a solid number two. I think AO for three. So it's actually pronounced uh, Coburn. Oh, is it? Oh, shit. Yeah. He told oh. me that because I was like, I was like, dude, you're making this shit up. And he was like, it's pronounced Coburn. <laughs> okay, well, now, now his name sucks. And now it's like, oh, I'm in for spelling yeah. wise. Like, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm definitely game for 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 goth batch. That's one. That's my. I like Ao. Ao's nice, dude. All right. Well, thank you, Richie, for that question. <laughs> <laughs> we would go longer, but some of us have to leave soon. So. Yeah, Bryce, trying to be a All good right, boy. I still got like thirty minutes. So. Oh, okay. You said you said eleven, bro. It's, okay, anyway. Eleven fifteen. Oh okay. Oh okay. Well, fuck. Okay. I'm not. I don't want. I don't want to revisit that question though. <laughs> we we milked it for what it's worth. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Stop. Oh my god. Okay. James D. Grambo, our good friend James, asks, "What fictional character would you love to beat the shit out of?" Fictional so character. For, okay. Yeah. So for me, this goes back when I was like thirteen or fourteen playing um tony hawk's underground <laughs> and it's the first one where they have like a story they have a storyline in the storyline for the game and you're playing with your friend whose name is eric sparrow and eric and he, the entire time he's like kind of sketchy and you're like oh like he's just a fucking weird dude from jersey whatever bro like and then it turns out like he steals like your character's like footage and like gets like signed like to whatever like Oh my god, I remember this. Yes, yes. And I hated that motherfucker for that, bro. Like, (laughs) I hated him. I remember, like, I remember the the last, like, mission of the game was, like, you had to, like, follow him around and, like, complete, like, his line of, like, tricks or whatever, right? Throughout the entire city. Mm -hmm. Throughout the entire level, which was, like, okay, like, I can do that. It took me, like, I'm, like, 14, and I'm, like, okay, like, it took me, like, three tries. I never want to do this again. Well, it turns out, if you play the game a second time, I found this out when I was like 16 or 17. If you play the game a second time around, when it gets to that part, that part of the game, your character punches Eric Sparrow in the face. <laughs> and you get the footage back, and that's the end of the story, right? So I did it. I did the entire thing all over again because I want to see this shit happen. And like, I want to see it happen. And it happened, and it was like the most euphoric mm-hmm. moment like of like my teenage teenage life. So that's the one character that if I was real i would want to beat the shit out of it okay so. what about you man i don't know this is tough or maybe uh, like maybe not beat the shit out of it just like argue i don't know something you know no beat the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> man this is tough like i i can't think of like a, a fictional character that i just absolutely despise you know what okay i take that back the entire stat uh, the entire cast of the office 
That way people okay. stop obsessing over it. Okay. That's... All right. I respect. That's Thank one. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, I, forgot, I forgot the name of the guy. It was like one of the 2Ks. There was like several years. The like guy who was like your rival and like my player, and then like oh. he and he like tears his ACL and like becomes like an agent, and they bring him back. And I'm like, no, this guy. Like I hate this guy. He's a dick. I can't remember his name. Well, what's his oh. name? Jackson, right? Jackson. Hayes. Jackson. Yeah. Wait. No, no. Jackson. Wait, not Jackson. Okay. Jackson. It was something Jackson. Though. Yeah, something Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, he was just like was an asshole. Like I hated him asshole, so yeah. much. They kept bringing him back and like making him like, oh yeah, yeah, this rival. I'm like eight overall, and I'm like a 92, and like just won the fighting and scored like 35 points a game in my finals MVP. <laughs> like this yeah. guy is not my rival. Like he's a school. That game movie is only like 70. <laughs> That's so, the issue uh, with every 2K game. Like my player mode, like fucking, does not match what you're doing at all. And I hate it, dude. No, no it doesn't. <laughs> that's, a, that's a conversation for, like, next week, bro. We'll talk like, about Like, if you were, like, an 85, like, you could be, like, an 8 all in, like, the last year's game, and, like, oh, for, like, the right shop, and it's like, what? Yeah. Like, I should be starting on the Yeah. And y'all still have me in the G League. Like, the what G is this <laughs> Scoring, it's like, a... 70 points a game. <laughs> yeah, Ellis. I did love... That's Jackson the, Ellis. God, that guy sucks yeah. so Wait, wait, who sucks more? Bye. Jackson Ellis or I think it was 2K18 where your best friend. No, your best friend. Yeah, that's him. That's, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, what the fuck's his name? Friend or Freak, right? No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, I the... it wasn't 2K18. That was like 2K18. Oh, yeah. The friend that passes away? No, no, no. no. I'm you talking about the... the Asian friends. Oh, that, like yeah. lives in your lives in your house. Was, yeah. Oh my god, she was so annoying. Yeah, she was just annoying. Jackson she was just water, bro. Jackson <laughs> Hayes, like she was just like annoying. It's like, oh, okay, like that's kind of annoying. Like that's fine, whatever. Like Jackson Hayes was like actively like they forced him into your path like all the time. And oh it's like, god. yeah, you get this game of Jackson. Shut down, Jackson. Hey, Jackson Ellis, whatever. And I'm like, yeah. oh so man, damn stupid. Do not do not sully Jackson Hayes's name, bro. <laughs> like... I will, no, I love Jackson. <laughs> Dude, Jackson Hayes. Yeah, that was when my I bad. Had to, when I had to run like Pelicans, Fox, New Orleans Social in like the early games before Zion, it was literally all like Jackson Hayes lobs and like Jackson Hayes like swatting balls into like the 15th row. <laughs> he was really good. He really turned it on like it, when the season started. He really did. Really too close. All right, let's see. Grant. Uh, oh, what do Grant. you have? What do you have, Grant? Oh, um, um, any, any antagonist from Destiny 1? Definitely. Okay. But okay. Specifically Crota. Okay. It's a... <laughs> nice. Let's see. Okay. Bull Bull asks, most underrated Maverick in your eyes? Current. Um. And actually, so I was looking at this question. And I was like trying to think of like who, think of, and it turns out that someone gave uh, my answer basically away. Um. So Scott G said, uh, Aguirre. Actually, um, you know, just like. He's just like he's ignored by the franchise, basically. Like, okay. You know they don't ever like give him props. It seems like, and I think he has a strange relationship with the front office. You know, and uh, it's just weird, bro. Like he was so fucking good. You know, I've seen highlights of him playing because I wasn't really a fan when he was. You know, obviously wasn't alive either. So you know, so but uh, just like seeing what he's done, like you hear about all the other, you know, throughout the eighties and nineties and you know today and stuff like that. It's just like. He's one of those guys that constantly gets like, 
pushed to the sideline or he gets mis uh mis uh characterized where he was I think he was like the center he was a center option for that Dallas Mavs pull he did. Oh, when he yeah. was like yeah. a, when he was like a small forward, you know, like Yeah, at best. That's so stupid. It's like how do you get that how do you I'm not trying to rag on the mouse, you know, social media, but I mean like that's, that's like, like a people... huge over like that's a, so like just a yeah. dumb mistake that they're better yeah. than. Yeah, but yeah. I think he would probably be my pick overall. So Okay. See I thought so, that we the met current Mavs, so I've got to think for a second. But the, yeah, because because he was like really important on those AU team. Like I just yeah. saw, uh, like, uh, was it like Mavs PR? Somebody tweeted out like, um, like, on this day, like, thirty years ago, or whatever in the eighties, like he like was their leading scorer on their first ever pl- franchise playoff game. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, you know, it's important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gosh, I want to say Sean Marion, but like. Over, like overall in the NBA, like he is generally under, underrated. He's starting yeah. to become more appreciated now, and like he's definitely not underappreciated. Like with the Mavs, because everybody knows mm-hmm. how important he was in yeah. 2011, and just like for those years in general. And like, I don't know. Um, this is hard. The the weird thing is, is that like as a Mavs fan, I feel like we appreciate a lot of players that come here just because we have so much turnaround. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if I'm trying to think like league wide players that are underappreciated that maybe were more appreciated for their time in Dallas, um, Corey Brewer, Corey, Corey Brewer, Brewer for sure, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say Monte. Uh, yeah. yeah, Monte's a good one. I think. Yeah. I feel like Vince's time in Dallas was very underappreciated. Yeah, he was really really good for us. He was up for six man of the year, but the last. That's two right. Years. Yeah, he was. That's right, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but. If I'm gonna I'm gonna keep current and uh, you know you guys know how much I love Dorian Finney-Smith so yeah I that's a good one. I think that's a really good one. undrafted rookie making four mil a year on you know those yeah. amazing shooting splits and I mean he could he you can put him at two you can put him at three you can put him at four yeah put him at five if you want yeah, it, long actually please speaking of Dorian Finney-Smith and current players it was pretty cool I was listening to um dunked on um like a week ago and they were doing most valuable contracts in the NBA um but some stipulations that they have is that they don't allow rookie scale or max contracts um because they don't see those as as fair to compare and they both mentioned Dorian Finney-Smith and uh Maxi Kleba's contract as two of the best contracts in the NBA Yep. So, like, nice. they're definitely starting to get appreciated, Dorian Finney-Smith as well. Maybe not as much by Mavs fans, unfortunately. Because Thanks. he did have some abysmal three-pointing yeah. for a while. Yeah, he did. You know, it's, like, really he important did. right now. Did. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go find still... this thing. Zach Lowe put uh, Dorian Finney-Smith in his uh, something All-Stars. Oh, I saw um, that, bro. Yeah. I forgot what the name of it was. I can't um, believe I saw that. It was like the like hardworking all stars like just trying to get in the league, yeah. and he talked about how like in practice like all of, like, the, the numbers like pointed to like he had a good jump shot and like it just wasn't translating into the game. But like trust that it'll come, it'll come, it'll come, and then this year it finally did, and so like mm-hmm. that's what made it like just awesome. And he's like one of the, he said he's one of the few players who like doesn't believe that he's an all star. Like every basically every player is like yeah I'm an all star, like no matter if they're like a bench guy or whatever. And Dorian's like, no, I'm not, but like I know what I am, and I'm important, and like yeah. I'm an NBA player. He's so. gonna stop your other teams, All Star. Sure. Yep. Yeah. yeah. 
the the fact uh, that like you can rely on Dorian Finney-Smith to go up against the best wing player on the on the other team is a testament to how good he is. Even guards a lot of point guards too. Yeah, like mm-hmm. really well. And then if he can't get you, Max is going to switch on to you. Yeah, and then you're going to be in trouble. Tim Hard, I, I'm going to go Tim Hardaway because like his current he's got a lot of Yeah, yeah. Just I was going to say Richard Jefferson, but like he didn't really do that much to be. <laughs> appreciative like he had that one dunk that like ended a man's whole life that they called an <laughs> offensive foul like, hey like, that like, man's on the map sir so. like yeah <laughs> but um yeah like Tim Hardaway was like we're really dang good this year yeah like he shot really well from three like he got buckets when like Kristaps or Luca was like struggling and like he's actually a pretty decent defender it's like, so it's so crazy how like before the season started there were legitimate people like arguing that we should wave and stretch Tim Hardaway Jr. And now, and he's now like, one of their, like yeah, and now he's one of the most, most valuable important. contracts on the team. I wouldn't say most valuable. Like he he lives up to his contract, but like doesn't matter. Like he's a very good player. Yeah, yeah, he lives up to his contract. I think. I mean, to add on to Tim Hardaway, I think he averages what like seventeen, eighteen points, averaging that that many points. Uh, as a shooting guard and only getting like three free throws a game is is crazy it is nuts all right let's see what else do we have here uh okay um okay <laughs> uh so his name on here is little duncan nicknamed sheen <laughs> his he asked uh favorite food <laughs> he's asking favorite food uh so my favorite food of all time that i could eat um, is actually Benny Hanna's uh, fried rice. Okay. Yeah. That's like that's my shit, bro. <laughs> okay. I I have Mexican side of me and, and white side of me. Just the, you know the devil and God are just raging yeah. side. Okay. <laughs> so 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 my white half's favorite food is fucking chicken fried steak. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that's a solid yeah, that Definitely a white half food. My my Mexican half favorite food is fideo. Like, oh, for day, oh shit! All right, bro. That's not what I hear a lot about. That's a good man. So, my grandma makes you... it all the time, like at least once every couple weeks, and it's always right, great. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Are you uh, are you pouring gravy on it, or are you putting sauce on it on the chicken fried steak? Who the fuck puts sauce on a chicken fried steak? Well, if I some people want to get lost in the sauce, bro. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, what There's kind of sauces out there? What kind of sauce are you throwing on a chicken fried steak that's not dude, white don't gravy? Ask me. I put gravy. Okay. <laughs> hey, there's some crazy people out there. Yeah, I no. love jalapeno gravy though on my on my chicken fries. Okay. Right. I always do white gravy. <laughs> what about you? What about you, Bryce? Oh, I'm gonna be really trashy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Torchies. Trashier. Ooh. McDonald's. Taco Bell. Yes. Oh. <laughs> that was my favorite. Taco Bell, Taco Bell chicken quesadilla with added uh, spicy ranch in there. Like it's just like I, I always had like Taco Bell chicken quesadilla. Like that's just my thing. Like that's my go-to. Okay. But like I added like spicy ranch in there, and I was like, oh yeah, like this is this is otherworldly. So yeah. All right. Um, I'm not gonna hate. I'm not gonna hate. <laughs> I am. I am who I am. I will not apologize for it. <laughs> what about you, Grant? Um, it's definitely more basic than all y'all's, but you, you guys know how much I love wings. Yeah, okay, wings. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Respect. From a, from one certain place, though. 
Yeah, Wingstop. Well, no, a few, a few certain places, but then there's a lot more places that are that are bad that I, I'm not. Oh, gonna okay, right. Yeah, we we all know that there. Wingstop is his favorite. Yes, We're not gonna get sure. <laughs> If you like, if you like terrible fries and really bad wings and yes okay we're moving on <laughs> god damn I, I, feel, I feel like ernie johnson bro <laughs> oh i'm definitely uh, Shaq, just provoking him right now <laughs> let's see. okay let's see <laughs> so that makes me charles bro yeah Come on, man. <laughs> i mean it's a bad take okay anyway, let's go <laughs> okay benji mishler asks how do you feel? How do you feel about facing the Clippers in the first round? Oh my God! If the regular okay. season is canceled, uh, only um, Ruben will appreciate this. Uh, Sean Doolittle just liked my tweet. That's fucking awesome. I'm, I'm so happy. Is he? Is he doctor? I can, I is he doctor Doolittle? Yeah, he's the. Uh, no, he's uh, uh, <laughs> the. He's only, like the bright. He's like the Bryce of the MLB, bro. Okay. He really is. Like, yeah, anyway. like, yeah, he's awesome. So how do you feel about facing the Clippers first round? Uh, I think we would sweep, and no one can convince me otherwise. <laughs> because basketball's not even on right now. So at least NBA isn't. So, make yeah. a good point. Um, make a good point. I think that, weirdly enough, because of who the Clippers' main players are, it could be a benefit to the Mavericks having this big layoff before coming back. Because... Both Kawhi and Paul George tend to start their season pretty rusty and pretty slow. So, like, I don't know about Kawhi, but Paul George definitely. Paul George for sure. Paul George for sure. Kawhi this year did. Um, and, and so Paul George did because he had the the, the shoulder because Russell Westbrook shot his shoulders to, yeah. to nothing. So, it just depends, like. Paul George has had a few years now of starting off slow. Like, even yeah. after, even before the surgery, like, he would start the season slow. Not saying, like, it would take him more than five games, yeah. but, you know, it could give it's the Mavericks. Yeah, it could give the Mavericks just enough of an advantage to maybe steal a game in, in LA and then kind of have an opportunity to push the, push the series six to seven games. I'm not saying it's, so. it's likely, but, I yeah. think we would at least have a chance. I think it depends on how long this layoff is. If it happens in like end of May, early June, then I think like because I mean younger players, like we saw it in the uh, the lockout shortened league, how how huge an advantage like younger players had of like getting back into shape really quickly. Yeah, like the Mavs are a really young team, so like Luca and KP would be able to get back into shape pretty quick. Yeah, so, and I Dorian think... and Maxi too. Yeah, them too. Um, but yeah, like it would, it would really help them, and like they'd have to like speed everything up and put on a, a shortened timeline, um, like a shortened timetable for the series. So like you'd have more like back to backs and stuff, and that would not be good for Kawhi and Paul George who have had injuries the last few years. So and don't really play back to backs at all. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, they would in the playoffs, but like it would, it'd yeah. be really tough for them. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I still think. The Clippers would win because they're just a better team right now. But yeah, that's a weird know. thing be, though. Like depending on how long, it also depends on how long the series is. If it's a three-game series, that's even more opportunity for the Mavericks to win because the shorter the series, the less likely it is that the better team wins. So yeah, which we, we would be the better team. 
<laughs> what do you think, Grant? Um, so I don't, I don't really know about all the uh, the layoffs and delays and stuff, but I mean, as far as a basketball standpoint, the Clippers don't really have someone who could stop KP or Maxi yeah. for, for that matter. Like they only have one real seven footer that gets that gets playing time. Obviously, Kawhi and Paul George could guard anyone in the league, but um, if you get if you get Hardaway and Curry and Porzingis shooting the way they were in February, then I mean anything's possible. Especially with Finney Smith and, and Kleba playing defense, and obviously Luca doing his thing. I think I think anything's possible, but um, I still think the Clippers would probably beat us handedly. Yeah. If if it's anything like that January twenty first game they played against us, then I don't. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh, Chef Gumby asks. He has two questions for us. Okay. Um. So, do y'all think the Mavs retiring Kobe's number? Homage on the homage to the legendary Kobe, or more evidence to the severity of the discord between Mark Aguirre and the Mavs. Um. Honestly, dude, I think that uh. I won't say it's more of a more of a homage, you know. Like it happened so quick, almost, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I feel like it's more of Mark just being like, "Hey, like I want to just give props to Kobe." So, I I think it was more homage to Kobe, and I also think it was more Mark Cuban trying to be at the forefront of the entire NBA retiring his number. I think he was just because yeah. Mark is weird, and, and so I think he was just trying to say like, "Hey." Anybody can retire his number. Let's all do it by retiring his number um, the for, for the Mavericks. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Bryce? Yeah, I think so too. I think he wanted to get it like as like a lead thing, like uh, Jackie Robinson's number in, in baseball. I mean, yeah. obviously he didn't do nearly what Jackie Robinson did, but like he still was really important for the game of basketball. Yeah, yeah but I, I think you need to do something like of that magnitude, which there's not really anything that. Kobe did that could be of that magnitude. Yeah, like not any fault, like not any like shot on Kobe. Like it's no, just yeah, what Jackie Robinson did was absolutely incredible and revolutionary for all the sports. Yeah, and so like that's a pretty hard bar to top. <laughs> yeah, so um, <laughs> it's yeah. pretty hard to like single-handedly be like a rift in systemic racism. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like good luck with that, but yeah, like, no. <laughs> what do you think, Grant? Um, I mean, it's definitely more of an homage to Kobe. It's just, yeah, I kind of see where Gummy's coming from though, because like Kobe had two numbers, and like was just as equally as as good with one number as he was the other. So I don't know why he didn't retire both, but I think it's definitely uh, more yeah. for Kobe than. I think it's because twenty four is more widely known as Kobe's number. Yeah, and definitely, and you know, that's the number that we played against the most so maybe yeah. that's where it came from because we yeah. didn't i mean we played against number eight kobe but we didn't we didn't you know stop number eight kobe yeah. Um, yeah. i would see it more as like mark cuban didn't even give it a second thought as to like how it yeah. affect aguire's yeah. retirement yeah yeah um okay uh the second question he had and this is for this is mostly for grant hold on <laughs> quick question when does the oh wait never mind i just found it um when it <laughs> When it start, I was looking for when the last dance thing started. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, let's see. So he also asked, "Who are the top Halo players in Mavs?" <laughs> yeah. So, so on Master Chief Collection, there's like four different games, and uh, my friend, me, my, myself, and my friend Tommy, who's at MFFL Luke 
MFFL Uka 77. Okay. Uh, we're definitely the best two at Halo 3, and there's there's no stopping us. Um, Andrew, at, I can't remember his his at for the life of me, but it's like Andrew F or P H I something. He's oh, definitely yes. the best. Yeah. He's definitely the best one at Halo Reach, and it's not even close. And uh, as much as it pains me to say, Mavs Draft is definitely the king of, of Halo 2. But <laughs> but Gumby is literally across the board. Just He's always like first or second place in every single one of them. So, yeah. so shout out to Gumby for, for being up What's up, Gumby? All right, let's see. Um, okay, Chris asks, who, what, which would y'all prefer? Dirk one day coming back as the Mavs head coach? Coming back as a front office position, um, or no position at all in case he comes back. Um, in case he comes back as a player, <laughs> so I want him as a, I want him as a FO. I want some place in the FO. That's where I want him. Um, I don't really see Dirk as a coach, not not with his personality type. Uh, okay. So I would say like. If he wants to be a part of the Mavericks organization, it would probably be as like a front office person. Or realistically, I see him more as being an NBA liaison to the international sport. Like in general, the NBA. Like I, I, I see him more being like an like a like an NBA type person, like going around okay. internationally and expanding, help helping expand the reach of the sport internationally. Because Dirk yeah. is really good at that. Yep. Because everybody loves Dirk. Yeah. I'm like, how are you going to say no to Dirk? Yeah, like he went on the, um, oh gosh, what kind? There's some African country, I can't remember which one. But he went Mm. with the uh, German chancellor on like the first official visit to um, some country in Africa. And I can't remember where where it was. But I think it might be where his his wife is from. Um, But he went on like an official visit. Like it was like, what? Like Dirk, literally the diplomat. Like, Mm -hmm. he's already doing that. (laughs) Like, yeah. If he did come back to the Mavs, it'd be in like what we call the what I call like the Michael Young role. It's called like special assistant to the GM. Yeah. Which basically means you show up when you want to, work when you want to, do what you want to yeah. because you're a legend to the franchise. So yeah. that would be the Dirk role. Just like show up occasionally, like in the backgrounds, hang out with the guys. What do you think? Talk Grant? Trash. Um, I mean, I would I, I think I think what he will do is more what Alex was saying, like be be kind of just like the guy international for the NBA. But I personally would would like if he was like um, like Holger to KP something like that sort sort of what Bryce said. Oh, just come when you want. Yeah. But I, I would that, like would, him to that focus would be cool. On, I would like him to focus more on like helping the players on the Mavs more yeah. than like helping other players around. <laughs> 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 okay, let's see. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. Burner. This is so easy for me. <laughs> would you rather Luca one win one ring and stay on the Mavs for twenty years? Or win three, but only be with the team for ten years. Definitely three for ten. <laughs> yeah, wow. assuming assuming that the three are all with the Mavericks, I would do three yeah. and ten. Yeah, bro, I'm fine with that. I yeah, I, definitely, I would be happy with three do, and ten. Uh, three three for ten, um, because we're gonna have Porzingis forever. So <laughs> I, I can live with Luca, you know, leaving in ten years if he gets his three rings. What do you think, Bryce? Uh. I'd say three for ten. It just, it just don't leave, sense. Luca. Yeah, don't leave. Don't leave. Yeah. Like, don't leave. <laughs> We're not saying to leave, but just I, make, I, it, make, make it six and twenty. For twenty. Oh my god, Jinx. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, each other sodas. Okay. <laughs> okay. Panda Hank asks, "What? Where were, 
His name was Panda Hank, whatever. <laughs> where were you and what he's actually really cool. Where were you and what were you doing when the Mavs made their epic comeback in game two and when they won it all on game six in twenty eleven? So for game two I was at my parents' house because I was still in college and I had I still had my lease at my apartment. So just mm. like I was kinda of just going in between depending on stuff I had to do and stuff like that. Um, for game six, I snuck into a bar. Everybody knows the story. Yes. So, stuck into a bar, saw the game. It was great. I was drunk. Anyway, um, I, I think I've told my game six story <laughs> as well. Uh, game two, I was at home watching the game very, very religiously. Like, cared a lot. Um, we were watching it on our, on our TV. Uh, I felt really cool because we had a big screen. <laughs> like, in 2011 in like 2011 yeah <laughs> we had like one of those like boob tube like hd tvs you know what i'm talking about that were like yes. that were like four feet deep yep yeah yes I had one Holy of those shit. and we were watching the game um that's fucking awesome <laughs> and then game six um i was at the fort Lauderdale airport getting ready to go to costa rica um, watching the game. So part, like the first half of the game, we were in the airplane and the pilot was giving us updates throughout the game. Um, Which and, is awesome. And then yeah. second half of the game, um, our our flight got delayed, so we got to watch the entire end of game six, which was just fantastic. What about you, Bryce? I was the same place um, for both games. Uh, I was actually on a, a church choir trip to Chicago, so we were all like watching it together in in the uh in our rooms for game two and then for game six we were watching like in the lobby and so uh our choir director made us like go outside because we were about to scream like right when they actually wanted it all so we literally like ran outside the hotel we're like running around the parking lot screaming because we were so excited that's awesome that's crazy what man you? what about you grant i don't i don't, i was just at home for both i don't have i was like 14 so i didn't i wasn't <laughs> i wasn't doing much <laughs> But uh, I was at the game four for uh, the Lakers sweep. That was that's awesome. Still, yeah. That's still the best Mavs game ever. That's awesome. All right, let's see. Um, Jose Serrano asks, one European player you'd want, you'd most want to plug into the squad next season, not name Giannis. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it can't be Giannis because that'd be everybody's answer here. Um, I I think I'd like um, what the fuck's his name? Bogey. Bogdan Bogdanovich. Yeah, yeah, dude. I think I'd like him. That's who I'd want. Wait, for the Could for this offseason, the 2020 offseason? Yeah. Yeah, who do like you want this, for next year? This summer. Yeah, for next year, basically. Who's a free yeah, agent? Uh, Bogey, Dragic. I don't, so I don't know even thinking of, like, free agents. I'm just thinking of, like, whoever. Oh, just anyone? Yeah, oh, okay. I want Bogey. Well, if I can pick anybody, yeah, I'm then I'm obviously picking Jokic if I can't pick Giannis. Like, that's just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm gonna keep it realistic, and I'm gonna say uh, the Latvian laser, Mr. Bertans, would be. Oh yes, I think he has a long-term contract. I'm almost certain he's a free agent. I'm I'm sure he will be locked up, but I'm I'm pretty sure he's a free agent this summer. Um, If 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 he is, then uh, Dragic. Okay. You know what? We're getting him anyway. I'm I'm gonna make a uh, a a dumb one, and I'm gonna say let's trade Dwight Powell for Laurie Markkinen. No. How do you how do you feel, Grant? 
Uh-oh, Grant's silent. Yeah. Okay, no, I'm back. I don't know what okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is I said let's trade Dwight Powell for Lori Markin and straight up. Oh my god, I would run through the streets. Right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bryce, not even like, straight up? I would hate that. No. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I love Markin. Markin's way too injury prone. And also, I love Dwight Powell. He's a delightful weirdo. Like, I love we, Markin, we but I don't really know if he's the... <laughs> as good as we thought he was going to be. No, I'm Nothing not saying he's injuries, good, but uh, better than Dwight Powell. No, he's not. Well, he's literally not. For contract reasons, I would definitely do that trade, but uh, any no. other any other basketball reasons, it's kind of the same thing. I mean, outside of the ACL tear, like, Dwight's played, like, every game. All right, let's see. Markinen's played, like, 50 games, like, on average for, like, his entire career, so. I also think he's being misused. In, in I mean, Chicago probably he's in Chicago, yeah. and like everyone's <laughs> being misused. Fucking boiling. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's go. Okay. Um, oh, so Grant's friend here, Tommy Ehrlich, asks. Uh, he asked two questions. So we're gonna we're gonna do one. Um, he asked, uh, "What Mavs injury has affected us the most in the last ten years?" <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I think like. So I think of a big injury. That, 10, I mean, I guess ten honestly, years would have been back to 2010. So I mm-hmm. think, I think, Dirk with his ankle injury. Yeah. You know, right? He was. Yep. Starting to you know go down. I think that was. Never the mind. OJ like Mayo. the OJ Mayo Mavs. Yeah. Yes. Fuck, man. That's such a weird time. I like Karan Butler. <laughs> yeah. Karan Butler's also a good one. Yeah. I, I was gonna say Karan because I don't know that. It, as much as like having Karan would have made the Mavs a on paper better team, I don't know if his if he had played the entire season if the Mavs wouldn't have had that grit that they needed to to make it all the way. I don't think they would have, and I don't think he matched up nearly as well in the finals as like just getting the other extra like wing guy in there. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, yeah. who knows if Deshaun Stevenson plays with Butler's healthy? Yeah, exactly. And they needed um, Deshaun Stevenson. They needed Deshaun. Yeah. I didn't realize at the time like the long-time feud of Deshaun Stevenson and LeBron James. But... Shit's so good, dude. I think SB Nation oh did a... Did a yeah, incredible. they did. Yeah, uh, SB Nation did a beef history video. If you haven't if you haven't seen it and you, you don't know what I'm talking about, there's, like, a long-term, like, feud feud between Deshaun Stevenson and LeBron James that happened when Deshaun was on the Wizards. So, literally, mm. go to YouTube, look up uh, SB Nation beef history, Deshaun, Deshaun yeah, and LeBron James. Like, it's gold. So what do you so, think? What do you guys? What do you guys think? My uh, my heart says Rondo, but my brain says Chandler Parsons. Uh, Chandler Parsons is a good one too. Only uh, playing one wait, playoff game. What was the question? Years. Uh, what injury affected us? Oh, I thought we had already talked about this. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. I know first. We'll go on. Okay, we'll go to the next one then. Um, okay, last question. We made it in time. Um, Ryan asks, slice or chopped brisket? So me and Grant were talking about this yesterday, and I was thinking about today mm-hmm. and you're and right i realize i realize that i changed I get, your mind <laughs> i get chopped more actually yeah so okay. yeah if it's available i get chopped, chopped. So, yeah it's chopped I, it depends on the situation if i'm eating I, Grant, oh, what was the question i've sliced or chopped, chopped? brisket hmm. very it also if, depends on the sauce it depends on the sauce but true, it's usually yeah. chopped every every time first of all i typically do not eat barbecue with a ton of sauce like I do not like grabbing I mean, my barbecue and sauce. So know. that's why I like chopped, you know. No, that's why I like sliced. Um, Ooh. 
So, prefer sliced brisket if I'm eating barbecue by itself. Now, if I'm having a brisket sandwich, then chopped, for sure. But the only time I eat chopped brisket is if I'm eating a brisket sandwich. Yeah, I like sliced. Mm. God, I guess I thought I would be in the majority there. Wow, I'm, Ruben's answer yesterday was was sliced. But I, yeah, I, mean, I had to think how about could it. You look, like, how could you look at eat both of them and be like, I'm, like I don't know. <laughs> okay. Chopped just looks better. I don't know, just... I just want brisket. Like, I don't really care. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I'm let's, hungry. Let's yeah, see. I'm so, sorry. yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I need to eat lunch. <laughs> anyway, uh, so this is the end of the, I think this is the end of the question. And, uh, oh, that's the end before, of the questions? Yeah, before we wrap up, though, I want to shout out our guy, Tim, <laughs> Tim Beamer. Oh, um, my God. He, he actually, he told me I could. Okay. He, he actually got COVID, <laughs> which is why he wasn't on this week. Uh, does he Jeez, know how so, he got it? I have no idea, dude. I have, I have no idea. But he got it, and uh, shout out to him, because, you know, we want him to get well soon. Yeah. Um, you know, it's crazy that he got it. So we all know someone now that has gotten it. Um, so, uh, yeah, just, if you can, just send a, send a message on Twitter, you know, saying what's up and hope he gets better, because that shit sucks, man. The way he was talking mm-hmm. about it, like, just sounds like fucking hell, so... Yeah. yeah, it sounds bad. Yeah. I also have another friend. I'm not going to say anything personal about them because I don't want to do that to them, but I have another friend <laughs> who's going through some similar issue, and I hope that everything is, is going, getting better for y'all. Yeah. So that's it, man. All right, guys. Well, until next week, we'll see you later. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all. Bye. That was... <laughs> <laughs>